episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt. Does this smell like Coraform? Jivanisi. And joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. The up, fuck bro? is up? <laughs> how's, how's business? Good. I'm only just catching up. I, I took like a week off. I was, I was hitting a wall. Yeah. Did you really take a week off or did you like... I thought about were. it. You were. I, I answered things in Asana. I didn't yeah. do any meaningful work myself. Yeah. You were working on the, you have the office. You were working on the office. I yeah, imagine, I was like right? putting together audio things and mm-hmm. doing wire management. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, that's good. How about everyone you, needs a, Everyone needs a break. I'm good. You know, we're, we're about to, you know, we're wrapping up the podcast soon, meaning like you're about to take a big paternal leave break and... We're just trying to get all caught up. So we're, there's going to be a, a nice little like not having to record as much. We're very we're very ahead of schedule here. So that's mm. good. And and uh, trying to put together a plan to focus on building Money Lab up. And yeah, that's pretty much I mean, it's, it's all good. It's all good things. Um, doing videos for some you that's been I invested in all this new video equipment. I see like a, a folding chair. Uh, well, that's the, yeah, that's the chair I sit in. I bought this thing called a Mix Pre Three to stick underneath the camera, and that allows me to record a boom mic, but directly into the camera. Oh. So there's not two files to sync up. There's just one now. And then I got the teleprompter hooked up, and then I got a little monitor to stick on top of the camera so that I don't have to use a big ass computer monitor and set it up every time. So basically, what I did was all of the equipment that I would have to set up each time I wanted to film is now all on one tripod that I just like pull out of the closet. And boom, it's just, it's ready to go. Oh my God. You got to get one of those carts that librarians yeah. use. So you can just yeah. wheel it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I want to do. I was looking at, I went to this hardware store yesterday. I was looking at um, carts for my homebrew stuff because all my homebrew stuff's in the garage and I have to like carry this heavy shit mm. to where I actually brew. And I'm like, if I just had a cart, I could throw everything on the cart in one shot and then just like walk it over. Uh, life. Nailing it. Make things <laughs> as easy as possible. Uh, so yeah, things are good, and uh, things are really good. It's something I did uh, very recently uh, in this episode, we're talking about frictionless course creation, and I'll explain what that means in a second. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. 
All right, so we're going to talk about what I call frictionless course creation, and I just decided to move all of my Money Lab and SwimU products, my courses, onto another platform, and it's getting me really excited about making new courses and selling more courses. And uh, I want to know how I can leverage this new infrastructure that I put together. I remember when you were considering it and you're talking about it, you're like running the numbers. I think it was mm -hmm. actually like cheaper. Yep. You didn't have to do like work related <laughs> to like people like, how do I get into my account? Yeah. Yeah. So the evolution of, of it for, for Money Lab, because it actually really started with Money Lab. When I did a sign up for bloggers like four years ago, three years ago, I used Gumroad because mm -hmm. it was super simple. But Gumroad only lets you have 16 gigs of video uploaded to their platform. And I could have just used it as a payment platform to like get people into this thing. Don't they take a big fee? Like 5%? Yeah, they take a, and, they, and they took a 5% fee, but it was totally free, mm. right? So you could just get started like, you know, right away. But I needed to have less than 16 gigs worth of video to upload to their platform. Um, and so obviously, like when I did my next course, which was the SEO for bloggers course, I obviously needed way more than 16 gigs because I had maxed it out with the sign up for bloggers. And so I need to look into alternatives. And that's when I decided like, and this is me, this seems so me, this seems so you mm -hmm. of like, because we can code and because we're like really dangerous in WordPress, like I want to own the entire platform and like, it's totally, you know I mean? it's like a disease. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, and I, so I, I decided to look into, um, you know, where I was going to, how I was going to do this, like how I was going to take payments through WordPress, how I was going to serve up the course through WordPress and build this whole, like, and if you look at something like fizzle, that's all built on WordPress and they mm -hmm. own that whole entire platform. And so I really wanted something like that. And, and, and also I knew I wasn't just going to sell courses. I also had this plugin that I was coming out with. So it, so whatever I decided I needed, needed to have licensing and software and recurring payments. And there was a lot of things that it needed. And so that's when I stumbled on easy digital downloads, which I had known about for a while because it can I do everything. I literally just canceled my annual renewal like a week ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm, there, I'm close. I'm not fully migrated over completely, but yeah. Soup to um, nuts, it's like five hundred something dollars, right? If you if you get all the plugins, because it, it's it's not just one plugin. Like the the actual plugin EDD is free, and then if you want to take recurring payments, if you want to use Stripe, if you want to use convert, if you want to integrate with ConvertKit, like these are all separate plugins that you have to add, and you can buy them individually, you know, for a license, or you could just buy soup to nuts every single plugin. And I decided to to do it that way because. It was five. Yeah. Well, no, it was 500 bucks. Cause like each plugins, like sometimes are $89. Yeah. yeah so expensive. I'm like, okay, you buy five plugins. You've already hit $500. I might as well just, and the thing was, I didn't know what I would need in the future. So I figured you were basing multiple online businesses on this, on this. Right. So I had swim university on it and money lab on it. And then money lab had, you know, it needed, we were selling earnest through it. So we needed software licensing. We needed recurring payments and, yeah, so I need. I didn't know which plugins I would need, and I, I didn't want to piecemeal it. So I just mm. figured, okay, let me just buy five hundred for the year. I'll use it, and then the following year, maybe I could cut back, right, and just buy the plugins I needed. Did that worked okay? I would say that like I got everything up and running for both sites, 
And it just took a lot of work because I had to build and code and design and hijack a lot of the plugin features. And um, it keeps you from doing the thing you're actually good at, which is making courses. Yeah. Or what actually makes you money, which is the course itself, you know, and like not not how people buy it or how it fuck or how the fucking buy button looks. It's like you think you get street cred doing all this extra work, but actually no no one one cares. There's no cred. There's there's just Yeah. Yeah, so I moved off of Gumroad. I wanted to own this ecosystem. I wanted people to all feel like they were still in the Money Lab site. I wanted this idea that, like, well, if you bought the Asana for Bloggers course, when you logged into your dashboard to take that course, there were two locked courses that you could unlock by buying them. Mm. And I thought that would lead to more upsells and people going, ooh, I want that. I think you said uh, it did, right? Yeah, yeah, it did. But People had problems buying because like there was a caching issue because I I do a lot of caching. And so I've always ran into caching issues. It's pretty much everything. And so there, there was a time where I was like, this is becoming not be it, it. You know, obviously I got it under control and it was fine. The real bitch, the real thing that like I did not expect and pisses me off even to this day is I don't mind easy easy digital downloads is a great fucking solution. I love it. What I didn't like was using Wistia to host all my videos. Mm. And I paid, you know, so initially they're like, okay, here's the plan. It's a pro plan or whatever. Um, it was like $900 for the year, something like that. $950 for the year. So I was like, woof. That that's a lot. Steep. That's like literally what you pay for like web hosting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's steep. And so I was like, okay, well, this is what everybody's using for video. And I knew that Vimeo was an option, mm. but I just liked the Wistia player better. And so I was like, all right, like, and I knew how to use it. I you just I just knew, you know. Mm. And so it was nine fifty for the year, but then it was like twenty five cents for each additional video after like three videos or something like that. So I was like, all right, well, that's minimal, whatever, per month. Wow. And then there's a bandwidth charge. So if you go over the bandwidth charge, there's even more money. So I didn't just pay nine fifty for the year; it was nine fifty a year plus. I was paying between thirty and fifty dollars a month in oh these God. extra videos. Yeah, and I'm like, and this is only going to get worse as I add more videos, right? And and if your course is more successful, then it just becomes uh, sure. But then this, yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd make more money, and like I get it, you grow with it. But it kept pissing me off that like I couldn't predict how much I was going to be paying for this service, mm. right? I couldn't base anything on it. Now, it wasn't it wasn't like I was definitely making more money than I was paying for the service. Like that's just that's that's you right, know, right. It was not an, an effect. It just made me mad <laughs> as a business owner like I can't predict this. And I just thought, well, I'm paying $500 a year for easy digital downloads. I'm paying I'm paying close to now $1500 a month for a year. Oh, sorry, a year for Wistia. So now I have almost $2,000 a year. Now that's running two sites. Again, making way more than $2,000 a year. But with that, with that platform comes like, well, I'm the CTO of my own company. So like if there's any problems with people not being able to buy, guess who that email goes to, right? Me. Uh, I also had the problem with, you know, I'm the only person who can update the sales pages because they're all coded in pure HTML and CSS that I built. I mean, sure, I could maybe hire a developer, but come on. And yeah, somebody on my team could figure out how to get around HTML, but 
what if they wanted to add a whole new section, right? What if uh, somebody, I don't know if somebody completes the course. I don't, you know, I just, they were, it was just basically like pages. I didn't know if those pages were protected or not. I didn't know if caching was causing an issue. I kept having issues with people. Every time they would like go to the next video, it would like kick them out and like Mm. take them back to the login screen and getting customer service from a plugin developer is impossible because it's always, well, it's conflicting with this other plugin. And so I basically had to, I was alone in trying to figure out what the fuck was happening with that. And I still don't, never figured it out. And I just kept having to deal with these emails and I kept saying, try it again because, you know, it's a caching issue. You'll get out, clear, clear cash, whatever. And it just became hard. And also I'm paying my, you know, like that was me doing it for Money Lab. But then at Swim University, which was the same exact system, you know, I was paying, uh, you know, an assistant or my customer service manager to basically have to address those questions with a template. Mm. And it's like, that's just time that's silly because why? And then I looked into Teachable because that's the only one I really knew about. And the only reason I looked into Teachable was the biggest reason was Larry, Larry Ludwig, who I know Mm. listens to the show. He was like, um, I'm sending fucking traffic to you, like affiliate traffic, because I had an affiliate program through WP Affiliate, which was another plugin. And he's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm seeing the clicks come through, but like people are not converting. And I had run test after test after test, like making sure that that was working. And it was, but yet not, I had this affiliate program up for like two years and I, and not a single person converted. Well, sounds a little suspicious. So I was like, I don't know, I guess. I've, I tested it. It worked. I, I must have had millions of different emails into WP Affiliate, which is the same company that does easy digital downloads. And so I was like, I'm at a loss. I don't know what to do. I'm not going to dig into the code to figure out what, how, why this isn't working. And then that's when I was like, well, I need a new solution. And I looked into LinkMink and I looked into Get Rewardful, but those are mostly for SaaS companies and single, you know, you have, there's code involved there. You can't just, you know, add those to your site. And then... I, I found out Teachable had their own affiliate program. So I was like, oh, okay. So like if you set up a course through Teachable, you, you know, there's a built-in affiliate program. And they host Wistia videos and you don't have to pay for Wistia. It's kind of part of the package. And that so I broke cool. Yeah. So I broke down the price. It turns out if I bought, you know, an annual package for both of my websites for Swim University and um This is with you know, Teachable, the annual. This is with package. Teachable, yeah. It was a little less than two grand. It was probably like, I want to say 1800 maybe 1500 So right off the bat, I would have been paying less per year mm. for both sites. And I, I, the shit would just work, right? right. Um, and it would be very easy for me to add new courses and, you know, and all, I could have done a lot. There's a lot more features I would have had and I wouldn't have to build myself. Mm. And, um, so I put it out on Twitter. I was like, I'm going to, I'm officially moving to Teachable. Like I set up in a free account just to get things set up and start it. And then I got a couple of emails and a couple of DMs, people telling me about Podia. And I was like, P O D I A. And I had never heard of it. Um, and I went in, so I looked at it and I was like, whoa, okay. One thing stuck out of me. They don't just do courses. They sell digital products and they run membership sites. Mm. 
So it was like they did two extra things, and it was cheaper than Teachable. How much? I think I'm paying like seven or six seventy a year for Podia for like their top plan, like top top plan. Mm. And so times two, looking at like thirteen hundred dollars a year for both sites. I think it says like seventy nine dollars a month is the uh, so seventy nine for which one time for Podia. Times and then 12, I, that's 948. Yeah, so I got a 15% discount. And I think I got a little bit bigger discount because of something. I don't know. Because you're matching easy. Yeah, well, 15%. You, they kind of offer that right off the bat. So Got I think the it was an like. Discount. Yeah, then there was Teachable, which is what? Obviously, pricing can change. So th- that was also $79 um, billed annually. Yeah, but they didn't have that 15% discount. Mm. So Podi was cheaper. Right. And they also do the migration for you. So what Podia offered that Teachable didn't was they will literally go and take your courses and move them onto their platform, White Mm. Glove. And I was like, that's going to save me a ton of time. I love that, right? I was like, that's a win. So it was cheaper, and they moved the shit over for you. And the real big winner for me was the interface. Podia's interface is so dead friggin' simple compared to Teachables, that I was just like, I love this. And one of the crazy pet peeves of mine is this full screen nonsense, like how, you know, if you, like I operate on big monitors, that's how I do my work, right? So to me, when someone does full, a full screen app, it's completely worthless to me. I literally have to like shrink what do you mean? my- mean? Isn't it a website though? Yeah, but I keep my browser at full width. So like, what is it? I don't know how big, how big is it? Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah. you have your browser window at the yeah. 2,800 pixel, whatever <laughs> right. width. And, and uh, they, and like, and like, yeah. And like an input bar would be stretched all the way across the page. And if you have 5,000 pixels, but yeah, it is 5,000. And when you hit, and then when you have video embedded, that fucking gets huge. Mm. But Podia has a minimum width, right? Like when you have an article on a website, Maximum. you have a minimum width. Or a maximum width, right. Mm. So I have a, so all of my articles on my websites have a maximum width of 800 pixels. Mm. And then as you shrink the screen down, it kind of like compresses with it. And <laughs> so stupid, but for me that sold, I mean that was like the interface of Podia sold it. It was like so stupid simple that as soon as I looked at the back end, because I, I had a, a tour before I had like signed up for it, mm. I understood what to do. I knew exactly what to do. Teachable, I had a I had a hell of a time trying to figure out how to even start my first course. Wow. And then ha- and then how to like design. Design like what it looked like. It was really not I mean there's a lot I mean Teachable does a lot of things, you know, and it's kind of evolved over the years. I think it's Podia. like the, the most popular or whatever. Sure. I definitely yeah. heard of it. I had not heard of Podia before you had told me. Right. So that is simply why I chose Podia over I mean, again, there's a three the three the the interface was way better and I'm kind of like an interface like slut. I want the I want the hottest one. You know, I, I want the one that's the simplest. I'm I'm into it. Um I had a lot of personal friends recommend recommended to me who are who I, I didn't even know was a thing. Do they have upsells like in it? So well? that is probably the best thing that happened. So this this goes into like what happened after the fact. Mm. So I had switched over. Again, white glove service discount it yearly cheaper interface is dope but everything was already moved over and all i had to do was flip a few switches and i was gonna here's the, here's the thing too 
I want to I want to mention this one other thing. The teachable, right? You have to use teachable sales pages, right? To okay, sell your course. So you mean like a very structured, specific? Yeah, and you could probably link to the checkout page, right? Mm-hmm. So like you could have your own like HTML, you know, sales page, which is what I had, and then you could have a button, and then that links to the the buy the course page. Um, but Podia had like a code, like the way Gumroad had it, where if you clicked any buy button, it would be a pop up. Mm. And so the pop up would come up. You'd enter your email address, and then you enter your credit card information, and then there's you can add upsells in that screen where you can just hit check boxes and give discounts for those upsells, hmm. right? And I've and I see it, I saw it immediately. Like I I put a I you know I, I flipped the switch and saw people already doing upsells. Really? Yes. Yes. And. So I thought originally, I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep, you know, the, the, my sales pages and my, and my product page as is, and I'm just going to add this, you know, code to my buy buttons. And so they pop up. And then I looked at the builder because I thought, well, the builder doesn't do custom HTML and CSS. So, you know, I need, I need fucking control. So I needed that, like the way <laughs> it looked. But when I looked at what the storefront that they provide in like the sales pages, it wasn't any it wasn't any better than what i had mm. like it wasn't like it was a good design and i was like and it was really simple and i'm like you know what if i need someone else to go into these sales pages to like add an faq or add a testimonial or you know add a new box or we add a new video or whatever like i don't have to be the one to do that because it's not i don't need to hire a developer I could, literally a, a va could go in and do it mm. and then i don't control any of that like i don't like so i just switched over so now it's Instead of like moneylab.co slash products, it's products.moneylab.co. It's the only thing that changed. And I've obviously forwarded that domain. So it looks almost identical to what MoneyLab looks like. And this was all on their backend builder. You're able to do all this? Yeah. And it's not, the builder is dead friggin' simple. Oh, it looks tight. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, when you click the sales pages and, and they just did a lot of like really, simple things and i'm like i can roll with this and you can you can beat it up to like make it look pretty awesome you can make a really cool sales page if you know what you're doing right right you know what i mean even though you're limited to what you can do as far as like the assets you can add and stuff yours is simple and straightforward and yeah. then, you know when you log in it looks slightly different but it's just tight yeah so um yeah so an, i noticed immediately that the upselling was like it worked so switching is literally making you more money. Yes, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, and I and it was funny because I went on Twitter and I said something about it, and then I think it was uh, Alex Hillman um, who said that they had moved some of their courses over, and I don't know which course because he does I think thirty by five hundred course, mm. and when he, he's like, yeah, we instantly started making more money when we did it. And I was like, that's he was because like, he said it was a smart move. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, I was worried about it too. They probably you know? just have like the the checkout process and the payment handling on lockdown as Dude. compared to anything you could roll on your own. Right. And I'm like, okay. And it connects to PayPal and Stripe, so you have your own Stripe. So nothing changed as far as my like accounting. Like it just literally just went. Exa- it was exa- exactly the same setup as Easy Digital Downloads. Does and, it, and it supports coupon codes and stuff. Yep, and so you just yep. added in all your coupon codes. And yep. Wow. Yeah. The only thing it lacks is 
detailed reporting, which I've, you know, through the grapevine, I know that they're working on. Mm. So like, you'll be able to do a little bit more. Like it's really hard to like, you can't sort columns of your customers. Like the finding customers and unless you know their email address is really difficult. Mm. But right now I'm still in the early stages. And one of the best things is I can find out if people are even completing this, the course or not, because they have like progress bars on each person, which is like, I never thought I needed that or wanted that, but now I kind of do. And then they have comments for everything. So now people are like asking questions in the lessons, which allows me to improve on the lessons. And are those comments like public to all people? Or? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I guess you approve it then. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. It's really, it's really like a robust system and it doesn't just, and so I, I just set it up for money or sorry for a swim university and swim university. We sell eBooks, which I want emailed to people and courses. And so you can create bundles so I can create, you know, the book and the course and then create the bundle for those things. And then it's like, Oh, you'll be delivered the book via email. And then you'll have access to the course via, you know, the website. And I'm like, that's so much better than what I had. God, I can't wait to see like what, if they're like what the uplift is for swimming next year. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be it's and I'm going to move the sales pages over like I did with Money Lab because I'm like my sales pages are well designed, but I could recreate them as really close to what I had with the way Podia is designed. So it's not I'm going to keep all the same content. It's just going to and I it'll be able to, I'll be able to grow it quicker because if I have an FAQ. Somebody sends in an FAQ or like, you know, a question they have about the course. I'm like, that would make a good FAQ. Instead of me going like, well, I have to, you know, export Eventually. the staging. Yeah. I have to like add it into the HTML code. I got to make sure, you know, I could just go into Podia real quick and be like, bloop, done, publish. It's, it's live. <laughs> or someone else can go into Podia. Or someone else can. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, the only issue that I had during the migration, and I know I can solve this the next time, was... And this is kind of great and yet kind of shitty for me. So I think we think we moved over 1400 customers, right? From, for money lab. And the, I, so I moved everybody over and obviously when you move everybody over, we have their email address, but they need to set up a new password on this new platform. So I, and you can, Oh, Oh, by the way, it offers. So it has affiliate stuff too, mm -hmm. the same way teachable does. And it has e built in email marketing. Oh, yeah. So they're they're trying to be a little better than MailChimp, but not as robust as ConvertKit. Mm. And the emails look fucking great. So I send an email out to everybody who bought all the courses and I just say, hey, you need, you know, I moved over to this new platform. You need to create a new password, right? And that's all. If you want to access the course, if you don't, I don't care. Mm. And so I just included a forgot password link, right? Mm -hmm. which is like built in and they, you know, uh, well, it turns out that they protect that from being clicked too many times. And so people were getting like bad pages. Oh yeah. That's so weird. yeah. So, so I, I guess people complain to you and yeah. So I had a ton of emails that were coming in saying like, I keep getting a blank page. I keep getting a blank page and I had to go like, just try it again. And you know, eventually, cause it's like everyone tried to do it at once or you try to do it too many times in a certain period of time and they were their code was blocking it out. And that was their theory, right? But bottom line was I had this problem and I was like, fuck. And I know it's never gonna happen again, but like shit. And then they sent me a um um 
like, like a spreadsheet. Doctors. Well, they sent me a sp- well, they sent me a spreadsheet of every customer and then their own custom URL to like change the uh, password that would break the to- it was like a token based URL that would break whatever, you know, block they had on their thing. And what they wanted me to do was create a Zapier to where that would automatically email each person individually their own token mm-hmm. instead of me doing like a mass email with one. And now, you know, for Swim University, I'll I'll do it that way. So that was the only issue I ran into that I was like, fuck. Is that how they would have done it normally? Like, yeah. send out the, mm-hmm. it was just, they didn't expect to onboard so many people. I don't know. I don't know. They did, Well, I think it was like, I think they learned something. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I mean, it's still a new, a newer company. It's not as big as Teachable, I don't think. Um, but yeah, I thought like the interface is so good. I can't, I can't, like, I can't. Well, the course page is awesome with the table of contents on the side. I mean, yep. that's all generated automatically. It It's super tight. Yeah. You can, you can, you can check which videos you want to be previewable, like basically free on the sales page. Mm. And, and knowing that the, their upsell and you had an upsell mm-hmm. that their upsell actually performs better. I mean, it mm-hmm. does like really well, you know, that if you just add more courses in, you will just make more money even if you don't promote those courses. Yeah. Everyone kept asking why I chose Podia over all all other things. And I mean, the reason I did it in the first place was to save money and to make my life just like a tad easier. And then secondly, it's just to be like, well, I want, I want to make, I want this to be effortless. I, I want to be able to add more courses. So the, the biggest thing and why I called this frictionless course publishing was this idea that like, in order for me to make a new video for the SEO for bloggers course, like we, there's a whole bunch of new videos that I want to do. And in my mind, I'd rather just do them all at once and like create a whole new thing. And then, you know, the reason is because like going, like creating the video, uploading it to Wistia, Make setting the thumbnail, you know, writing the the content, and then taking that and going over to WordPress, creating a new page, making it's sure pain. it's in the right category, adding the content, dragging, you know, go back to Wistia, find the Wistia URL, add that in, press publish, go into ConvertKit, uh, email the list, say, oh, this was, you know, make sure to only email the people who do SEO for bloggers. Mm. Hey, we added a new fucking thing, whatever. T- it's way too many steps. Where now. I can film a video on Screencast or ScreenFlow, upload it to Podia, write a little message, hit publish, go into the email marketing thing, hit all people who bought SEO for bloggers, type an email, boom. Done. Done. Frictionless. <laughs> less, less fucking steps. And so what about make, you know, making a new course? Mm-hmm. It makes me want to because it's like I want more freaking, op- like you said, I want more options for people to buy and upsell and I want more options on my product page. So if someone bought one of your courses and didn't yeah. upgrade and buy another one, you could essentially email them and be like, here's a coupon, yes. whatever. Do you think that you could actually use Podia's email component to replace ConvertKit? Dude. I saw you smiling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, You're like, I, I did it. No, I didn't do it. I really am. Because th- ConvertKit am- is punishingly expensive yeah like guys get off the high horse i mean it's all of them now right like it's 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 you know what it is it here's the thing about convert kit it's it's as complex as you want to make it same with like 
Infusionsoft when that was big, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Active Campaign, Drip, like these are expensive things for expensive marketers. Like people who, you know, basically look at every single turning point like a in a six customer. layer tease yeah. and an open and close course window you, and people are into that. I get that. I feel like I should be more into that, but I'm not interested in it personally. If, if only you had the time. If only I had the time. So I think that ConvertKid and the active campaigns and the drips of the world have their value. To me, I have not, I, I don't know how much I want to value it. So you know? how much will you save a year when you cancel your ConvertKit? Well, with SwimU, I mean, that's like $200 a month. Whoa. And so, wait, so this this essentially $1,000 with Podia, that covers both Money Lab and Swim University. Yeah, it's like 1300. Yeah, it covers both. Yeah, so tech, yeah, so actually it would be more, yeah. Like 250 a month. And how I'm sorry, how much you pay for ConvertKit for Money Lab? Uh right now nothing cuz I'm still in a like free tier. Yeah, or free tier. Yeah. So I it'll be 49 once it kicks over, which should be any any but day now. If if you just move the swim you piece over, you'd save $2400 a year. Yeah, so here's the thing. I don't see an option to import existing email addresses mm-hmm. into Podia. I know that when you create a new email, like a new newsletter, um, you can select where people came from, right? So like in my case, um, I think I'm, I mean, I'm creating a one-off newsletter right now. My, like who's getting this newsletter selections are people who bought the courses like, so I have Asana for bloggers, SEO for bloggers, affiliate marketing, video course. And then I have people who were captured on the storefront lead capture form because I do have it hooked up there. It doesn't have a way for me to import existing email addresses. So I couldn't take the email addresses mm. out of ConvertKit with their tags and add them into Podia. Maybe it's a way for them to prevent podia from becoming a email subscription thing well i don't so the thing is is i like they have drip campaigns in podia i believe oh, they they're yeah so i believe they're trying to do it i i just think it's not there yet um and then when it is you email them like hey can you import this blah 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 people <laughs> yeah so maybe i'm sure the, they would do it for I'm you. i'm sure they would do it the other problem though is there's no way for me to add that lead capture form to my website like I can't. Oh, add so you their... can't make a custom. Yeah, uh, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Well, yeah, and th- but but all they need to do is those two things: be able to import and be able for be able to let me add my own HTML lead capture form or you know a form email email capture form to my website, and then yeah, <laughs> like I don't you know like maybe I need tags, maybe mm. maybe custom fields. I don't know how far they're going to go with it but um they're kind of close and if they'd make any of those changes then yeah that's like i don't because i don't use all the complexity of what convertkit offers me so to me it's not worth the 49 dollars a month i i, I need something simple agree. Yeah. yeah and they have drift campaign so i could i could make it you know you know hey you you went on the asana for blogger sales page but you didn't buy guess what you're gonna fucking drift campaign mm. you know oh you landed on this page well i'm gonna tag you as something it's and i don't do any of those things but yeah that's that's why i don't i i i it's it's definitely 
in if they if if Pody is listening and they're gonna do something like that, then yeah, I'm fucking I would. I would love everything under one roof. It'd be great. For an online business that has products, mm-hmm. that, that would be awesome to have like a one stop shop platform. That's what like they're trying that. to be. Hmm. Let me ask this question. Hmm. Does looking at this give you any ideas? Dude, like I, I've been watching you build out the Money Lab courses. I'm on the, the my dashboard page. I've, I bought your courses. Yeah, it's hot. I Simple. I so want. I I know that it would do well for me. And not, and that's just video too. You don't have to do video. Like I when just, I I just don't even know how to begin do these things. Like if we were to talk about development shit. I'll be like, man, yeah. come, come sit down. Let's talk right. this stuff. I don't, I don't know where to begin. Well, okay. So you created a book, an ebook called mastering mint with mm-hmm. me a long time ago. It was supposed right? to make me a millionaire. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> but I think just like with my courses, I'm very bad at selling them. Mm. Right. It's just that, you know, it wasn't like it was for sale. If there's a price, you know, maybe the price was too high. Maybe it was too low, whatever the case is. But like the bottom line is I didn't promote it enough. You know, and I think if you took and you don't have to do any of this, this is the, the beauty of like, you know, listen, money matters and where you are now. And same with Swim University, we have enough assets and we have enough people on our team to like create a digital product. It doesn't have to be a video course that you are in. Mm. Right. All of my like I was um, I was talking to uh, Michelle and we were talking about like creating a course and. You know, I think she was worried about like being on camera. Like, oh, I have to be on camera. I have to do talking head stuff. And uh, that's I was what like, I'm worried about. Yeah. So I was like, uh, well, okay, two things. One, my most popular YouTube video on Swim University mm. is a 17 minute PowerPoint presentation that I'm not in. <laughs> and pretty, if you look at any of my courses, I'm in the beginning of all of them. That was my choice. Mm. For the most of the video you're watching, I'm not in it. It's a screencast. Hmm. you know uh and then the most recent course i bought from someone else is all powerpoint so it's fucking keynote and screen flow so people just want the information and yeah. it's like packaging and decent i mean obviously for showing a you have to like show the interface but if it was like a pool thing like you don't need to show like b-roll pool in the background to, like, i did dude the I did a video called like the pool care maintenance action plan. Like this is all the steps I would do. I planned the whole thing out. I created a PowerPoint presentation. I had a template. It was just words on screen and like some graphics that I had pulled from like graphics that we've done in the past to stick on the screen. Very little animation, but anywhere I could. It's so easy with Keynote. Mm. And I sat there and just talked it out. And I didn't edit it i didn't if i made a mistake or said something wrong like i didn't write down i didn't have a script i was reading and you I, use screen flow to record your playing of the powerpoint presentation correct yep and the and screen audio flow picks up yeah screen flow picked up my mic and screen flow picked up the mic so you literally yeah. like did you do your full screen did you do like yep. a selection of full a screen nope. full screen you just yep. talk to a powerpoint presentation yeah you versus the computer yeah <laughs> well right decidedly less impressed but i mean that that sounds really easy yeah but that's the thing like every course that i've watched has pretty much been that Mm. you know i mean and then if you're gonna show me how to do something i just want to see you do it i don't want to see your face no you don't need to like 
I so I do the beginnings of each one, and that's really just me wanting to amp the quality a little bit. And I thought, you know, but the next course I do, I don't need to be. be you know, it's funny when on YouTube, I love Kirkazat, I love yeah. Poly Matter, I love CGP Grey. No, there's no faces on any of no, them. They're like no, all, it's all animations. Yeah, yeah, and it's and yeah, it's like even like Poly Matter uses 100 percent screen flow to make yeah. all his animations. So, and you know, I thought about it too. Like I spent more time, you know, creating the intro, the mu. I literally wrote the music for all my courses and. I had to record most of it in ScreenFlow and then I would export it out of ScreenFlow and put it into Premiere so that I could mm. add the music and the intro and my face in the beginning and then add this, you know, Sounds I like put, a a l- put a little extra into yeah. it. But uh, honestly, like I could do it all in ScreenFlow. Even my own talking head, I could have done in ScreenFlow, mm. you know, and, and, the, and the intro, like anything, all of it could have been built in ScreenFlow and yet I I had to make it difficult on myself. And so next course, yeah, it's probably going to be a mix between like PowerPoint and me doing like the actual work in, you know, Chrome. In fact, if you look at Asana for bloggers, the way I did that was I had it, I had each lesson planned out. So I had all the bullet points, but I know the topic super well that I don't really need to like, I know how to elaborate on each point, right? Right, right. So I just had all the points. And then for each point that I had, I would open up a new tab. So... Mm-hmm. For example, the, 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 the course that I talk about, the plugins that I use, right? What I did was I just opened up every plugin's homepage in Chrome. Hmm. And so as I was talking about each plugin and what it did and how I used it, I would use that. I would literally click that tab and, you know, because I was recording my screen, I would click that tab. Here's WP Rocket. You're looking at the homepage of WP Rocket. And then I would like jump over to my original tab of like how I use WP rocket and the settings within WordPress and stuff. So I would just use that homepage as sort of like my uh, slide, I guess. So you would just like, pre-plan where mm-hmm. you wanted to go in advance. Yeah. So you didn't have to like wait or edit out you like typing in a URL or something. You just knew I was going to do this tab first, this tab next, just kind of run with it. Yes. Oh. That's how I did SEO for bloggers. Asana for bloggers uh, didn't have any editing. It was also planned out. Didn't have any editing, but I, I included a lot of the screen zooms. Mm. Um, you could do that in like post or something, right? Yeah, I did that in post. And then that was all screen flow. You know, eh, a little overkill, but, you know, it's nice to have. But it's really the information. Like, no one's going like, you know what I love about Asana for bloggers? Your screen zooms. That was <laughs> the game changer for me. That's why I spent the money. It's like, no, you you the framework that I developed for bloggers to use Asana, that's what people are paying for. Mm. You know, my framework for SEO, my framework for affiliate marketing, like that's the thing that people are paying for. I mean, your framework literally saved my life. So. <laughs> there you go. Endorsement by Asana for bloggers. It's going to go up in price this year. So, and, and get, for 35, was it $35? $25 right? now. It'll probably go to $49. Yeah. Like, I think I lost that much money between yeah. when I woke up and making my way to the mic. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, how does that make you feel knowing all of that and seeing something like this exist? Like, you know, I told you, like, I would certainly help you. It definitely changes my feeling on it. And I remember when we were, like, 
post Asana for bloggers and you got me onto Asana and you were mm-hmm. explaining how we should document things or, or how you did it for your team. And you just kind of like recorded these short videos. And so yeah. you had showed me and I did record short videos and it's like me narrating how to like, right. I don't know, add a podcast to a show notes thing or whatever yes. I did. And it was really easy. And once you do it and you're like, oh, wow, that was so much quicker than typing it out. Right, right. You know, you just kind of blast a bunch out. I, I think I could do that in mass. Yeah, right. Like, and that's exactly what I did. And how, how long are individual videos? Like, on depends. Um, depends on the topic. Like, I'm not one to make things short or concise. Mm. I talk as long as I feel like, as long as it takes me to get through all the bullets that I had right, pre-planned, right? right? Um, and... Some videos are 30 minutes. Some videos are, you know, five. Hmm. You know, like I did it, uh, like for another example is at the end of probably all of my courses, I do an additional resources, you know, lesson where I'm basically like, look, I, you know, I've, I've built this off the shoulder of giants and here are the giants, right? Again, I use their web pages <laughs> like that, you know, hey, you know, who's good at affiliate marketing that you could learn a lot from Pat Flynn. Here's his fucking website. You know what else is good? You know, Michelle from Making Sense of Sense. Like, go, you know, these are the people that I, you know, Sean Ogle. These are the people that, like, I re- like I referenced throughout the course and and give them, like, basically their props to the end. But I use their thing. It's a five-minute video, maybe three-minute video. Hmm. You know? And it's just a, a screen grab. Not me. Right, right. You know, just like, you know. So it's, and, it, and you know what? I thought, you know, maybe you think to yourself, okay, well, well, my course, the one I want to do, require, and this is literally how I thought about it. It's way bigger than anyone else's. <laughs> right. Or not even that, like, I need to be out at a pool. You know, mm. people need to see me. I need to be out at a pool showing people how to literally fucking dump shock into the water, right? Or <laughs> you could draw that or find a fucking... Oh my god, dude! Picture the, the B-roll. So I was obsessed yeah. with Polly Matters videos. He has moved to mostly B-roll. Yeah, and honestly, awful, they're dude. they're as good, if not, you know, whatever. You, it, you know, they're all from China. Yeah, all the B-rolls from China. Because he's he'll talk about Subway, and it's like it's in it's in Chinese. <laughs> the, the signs in Chinese. I know. You know, is, so it's like he's getting these like. Fr- yeah, there's a uh, a company called. Uh, hold on, I'll see if I can find it real quick. Vid, it's videovo.net v- oh no no sorry 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 v-i-d-e-v-o videovo 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 videovo.net yeah oh my god it's all like most of it's all free stock footage so i if you if you go to uh just as an example of of like what you're able to accomplish i guess um moneylab.co slash oh they have motion graphics in here oh yeah it's all free so moneylab.co slash hustlin it's h-u-s-t-l-i-n um steph and i did a commercial for a fake drug called hustlin and um that's all free stock footage from that site and a voiceover and like a free music from some like dude i'm looking at this I can make a video where I'm just narrating to this B-roll. I mean, (laughs) well, you don't even have to do that. Like I, again, I thought I had to be at a pool, 
But then I did, again, my most popular video on Swim University is a fucking PowerPoint presentation, not me at a pool. That's the one thing that I feel like I've become good at is just showing up and just like talking into a microphone for hours and hours. You know what I, you know what I really have valued in the last few years is like, I can get a lot done if you, if I can shut this door and sit at this desk and just do everything on the computer. Yeah. As soon as I have to leave the computer to set up a camera or go outside. Uh, it like, kills it. My, yeah, my, my productivity like drops like a fucking brick. Well, because I sit down and then it's like, oh, wow, like 15 hours passed. What happened? Right. Yeah. Oh, I built this like amazing PowerPoint presentation. Dude, these PowerPoint presentations to set up, maybe 30 minutes to yeah. like literally, like if I know the bullet points already, like to build the screen out, um, it's not that long, especially if you have it like you, the first one you build, there's a template so you can build your own background. You can have multiple backgrounds. Like you can build out templates for the slides and then you just add in the content hmm. and it can, doesn't have to be that much harder. And it's like, and that again, people just want the answer, I guess, you know, the, the, whatever it is you have to, offer. I already know the courses that I would make. The Let ones me, I would uh, sell. give me, give me two. Two, uh, one would be uh, how to invest in rental properties, just kind of like a soup to nuts. Mm-hmm. That would probably just like literally blow the fuck up. And then uh, like personal asset allocation, blueprinty, just yeah. kind of this is how you set your money up. Okay. How, how, how long do you think it would take you to do the rental property one? If you had to do all, look, look, mm-hmm. if you had to do all PowerPoint presentations and a microphone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't have to like, didn't have to be a huge course. Didn't have to cost a ton of money. Could start small and then you could raise the price as you add more content to it. Like you would just have to get the bare bones lessons, core lessons done. And then obviously people would have feedback and you would just keep adding to it. Right. Cause you just do one video a week. You get added one video a week that by the end of the, at the end Honestly, of a quarter, it'd be massive. Now, now that I think about it, if I took like two to three days to essentially plan it out, the Mm -hmm. lessons, what I want to do, like, dude, planning is the only thing I'm good at because it's so freaking easy. (laughs) Right. It's like, I'll make bulleted lists and then just take one day and essentially just run through it and like, show me using roof stock or Mm -hmm. investable or, Mm -hmm. you know, running some numbers. I I would probably be one day that, you know, what would kill me though is editing and piecing together the videos and audio, like, I don't know. That part scares me. Like I could sit down and like I could do a five minute blip on a WordPress thing, but I don't know how to edit it. What do you think you have to edit, though? I don't know. Like what I've learned is like, so if we're doing a podcast for Listen Money Matters and it's like, uh, you know, Roth IRA contributions, we stop doing the show, but we're still recording. I'm like, okay, let me just look it up real quick. Okay, this is the number. Ready? Let's go. Right. And then we and then that's edited out. But I don't do that. I guess but I if you had more, if you had more planning, then we wouldn't have to do that. Right. You know what I mean? So the editing, so you would be worried about literally like cutting it up and editing it. And tightening it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't do that because <laughs> again, frictionless, I'm trying to get it out there. You can tighten it up later or like the next time you record the video, if you to, to like redo the video, it's going to be better because you've mm-hmm. watched it once. You're like, all right, well, we'll cut that part out or like, we're not going to do that and roll through. Also, like the authenticity, I think, of like 
making a mistake or checking something in real time. Like mm -hmm. those are things that I, I personally, like I understand that like for me, I'm not trying to teach somebody the way I think they should do something. I'm teaching them the way that I do something. Here's how, here's my framework. Here's my process. And here's the results that I saw, you know, mileage may vary. Obviously. Well, and I think that's where the gold is. Like if you just peeled back like the veil and showed everyone like how you run your business, whatever, it's like worth its weight in gold because yeah. it took how many years for us to figure it out. Right. Right. And we figure it out live on the podcast sometimes. Yeah. Right. And it's like, well, we put it to work, test it, make sure it works, how talk about how simple it is and go, okay, well then like rinse and repeat. How do we rinse and repeat this in something else? Mm. You know? And I think like, You've done rental properties and you know how to do it. You have a framework, mm. right? And it may not just be, it may not be written down, but you certainly have one. And here's how I would tell somebody to do it. If I were going to do, if I were going to do it from scratch. And so you basically lay that out in, it doesn't matter how many videos. And, th and that the thing is, is like, you could just base the number on like, uh, and then stick dynamic ads into those episodes, which always do well to the, to, uh, have you like, a, yeah, like, you I know. How much, how much should it cost? Well, that's the thing. I think you have to finish it and go, well, one, how many hours or how many like, like this feels like $50 or this feels like whatever. Yeah. So, um, Michelle was telling me about an interview, which you should probably listen to mm. on, um, Jeff Rose's YouTube channel. I know, uh, <laughs> go to Jeff Rose's YouTube channel. It's about, it's called wealth hacker. Um, but he does an interview with the guy who runs teachable and I think it's where she heard this, where it was like, whatever you think you should charge for your course, add 50%. And then when you do that, double it. It's like, what? it's like, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Some, some rule of thumb or whatever. Cause I was thinking, I was like, I'll just charge $50. But so everyone no. So like, I, I'm the worst. I'm the, I'm the king of this. Like all of my courses are fucking cheap, right? Mm -hmm. I should be charging more for them, but I don't because, <laughs> because I, an, I don't, I because I'm in for money lab. Let's okay. take the price of each. Let's set, set like the date, you know, like at the yeah. uh, beginning of October, starting October 1st or whatever. 50% plus the price, <laughs> then double it. <laughs> then double Just it. set it and let's see if you make more money. Well, I mean, here's the thing too. Like I, I would want personally... I have a mm -hmm. I have a hard time just arbitrarily fucking making something double the price for whatever reason. Like I understand it's worth that, and I maybe priced it wrong to begin with, but I would want to add it. I would want to add a lot more to it and be a lot more like, okay, this is this is really to me. It would feel like, but that wow, could, that could justify a further price increase. Like like here's the yeah. question: If you double the prices, do mm -hmm. you think half as many people will buy? My gut feels that. Because I'm like, that feels worse. I, mean, I, I feel worse. I feel like it would be worse. I think and, the person there, there's the person who will not ever spend anything, right? Yeah. Or they, they will be a miser for $10 or whatever. Yeah. But the person who mentally agrees to spend a hundred dollars, there's, there's, it's not that much different. $200. No. You're right. But I think too, like that's a whole nother episode of pricing. We've talked about this many times and I feel like it's just, it's, it's almost an endless conversation because it, because on the internet, and when it comes to selling informational products, like it's in the eye of the beholder of what As they're willing to pay with four video courses across two brands. I think you're in a good position to run some tests. And Probably. Tell us. Yeah. The thing is, is like, you don't want to test just like pricing something double the price. Do you? Mm. 
that feels like shit. Yeah. It feels like a shitty thing to do. You know, it's like, oh, half the people who bought my course paid double the amount of the other people. Well, what you do is everyone on your list, you just let them know, hey, it's we're doing up. this pricing thing. Uh, we're adding 50% and then doubling it, which sounds <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so buy it now before yeah. this date. Yeah. I mean, I would check out that interview and I would say like, I wouldn't worry about what to price it. I the, the hardest part is like actually fucking making a product. Yeah. You know, and then it's like make the product, price it to what you think it's worth. Do a survey if you want, like, or, or you know what you do? Get some beta members to just take the course for free mm. or, or pay like a, a, a general price. Like, you know, email your list and go like, we're looking for like, you know, 50 people to get in on, in on this. You know, it'll be it'll be discounted, heavily discounted. Um, you know, I just, we're looking for feedback. So like, and what's great with Podia is all, you could just have comments in each lesson and now oh. all that feedback can come in through there and you could improve, you know, videos that are just like, I don't get this. Like, you, you know, and you might see trends. And so you go in and you fix the video and then at, when it's all said and done, you know, those people paid an amount, a price. Maybe you, you send another survey asking them like, do you think this was worth it? Was it absolutely worth it? You know, whatever. And then you're like, okay, well, if they're willing to pay that, I can double it because you know, whatever. Mm. So I think you have to do your due diligence, but yeah. What would be the first course you think that I should create? That's a good one. Which? The rental property one. Mm. Because obviously like, I mean, we have investable and then there's like, you have art, you have things that would be good there. Um, I would say that that's probably the best one. And I, and I think the blueprint one's a good one too. Like anything about investing, would it, mm. I would just stick to the money making courses. Like I obviously wouldn't do one on debt. And right, if you right. did, perhaps it's a free course that like gets people on uh. the list that upgrades them to the whatever. Um, and then you do one. Yeah. About inve- mostly investing things, investing strategies, and they can be small, like $25 little courses that could like How many lead videos. Well, okay. So, so say I was going to do a, fi- a $25 course. Well, How mine's many- uh, a sign of our bloggers is 12 videos. 12 videos yeah. for $25. So it's yeah. $2 a video. And it's three hours of content. Huh. I could definitely do that because yeah. you don't need that many sales. To, mm. No. Yeah. Or just like how to, you know, um, unless the money matters, I would say like, I'm, there's other courses for sure. I'm sure like you just look at your top, you know, you told me this earlier, <laughs> like mm-hmm. look at your top posts and then see what people are looking for and then make a course on that. Because you already have the income or you already have the stream of people who are looking for something. You just make a fucking course, throw it up on Podia, add the fucking button, have this, you know, it's like, dude, this is the idea of why I'm like kind of obsessed with this right now. And it's like, well, what else can I do? <laughs> like, how, yeah, yeah. I could create courses in my sleep. This is nothing for me. Like, I have so uh-huh. many things that I, I do in my life that like, I could put down on paper. Could you imagine a lasso display box where yes. the image was like a mini video thing, but it, you couldn't click it to play. But if you hovered over, it just did that like kind of showing you a preview of the video thing. Yeah. And then if you click on the display box, it brings you to the course. So if you click yeah. on the video, that's kind of playing. Ah, I think that would, that would do really well. Mm-hmm. A lot of things would do well. Mm. True. I just think you need <laughs> products, you know? Yeah. And I think this is the idea of frictionless publishing, which is anything to remove a barrier from you making a product and selling that product. Because I think it's like, well, not only do I have to make it, but I have to sell it. And then this idea of like opening and closing enrollment and like all that stuff to me, you can do that too with Podia. You can open and close it. 
you know, those are things you can do if you wanted to do it that way. And you said Podia has an affiliate thing built in. So yep. if someone wanted to sell the Money Lab, Listen My Matters, whatever thing. Yes. And it's and you could set it to either they have to apply or that's it's open to everybody. So anybody who logs into Money Lab to take a course, there's a drop down to add themselves as an affiliate. And you set and the payout and you can you set, set the different payout. payouts for different people. Uh, right now you can't do different payouts for different people, but you can do different payouts for different products. Got you. Yeah. But but that's what I, I asked for that and they said they don't have it yet, but you know, mm. they'll be able to do that. Damn. Yeah. Pretty dope. All right, maybe I'll have to do it. Totally cowabunga, bro. <laughs> so, all right. You're bringing it back. Yeah, so that's that's everything. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Ryan Apple for sending in my new middle name. Does this smell like chloroform? Last words before you're abducted to like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, I want to thank you, Andrew, my man, Drew, for joining me on this episode of Money Lab. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges and email Matt at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on future episodes of this show and feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. We could always use more. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>